Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Three Amigos. I'm Mariali. I'm Brisa. I'm Jose. Today's topic is something that can really hit home and can relate to basically anyone. It is, is your self-identity who you really are? Personally, I feel that we never really know who we are because, I mean, you change drastically throughout your lifetime. Yeah, and when, when we like grow up, we are told who we are. Like we're Mexican, we're Asian, we're black. Like that's how like we are raised to think that we're just that person. We're yeah. not who we really are, if that makes sense. Yeah, basically that means that it's how people see you in different situations or how you act with some people or like your friends, family or just for example, like, if you're born in California, and, like, depending on what city you are, you can be either, like, people will classify you as, like, being ghetto or being white or, like, different scenarios, depends on where you're from. So, I think just where you're from and what you look like and what your race is can define you, well, can define you to other people without knowing you, just by appearance. Yeah, I feel like that's why we don't know who we really are. Because we're always told. Exactly. Like we are ghetto just because we dress a certain way or we act a certain way. <clears throat> but we're not like that always. Yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't mean that it's true, right? Yeah. Yeah, and for example, like the TED Talk by Rebecca Huang, she explains that allowing yourself to embrace all the possible permutations of yourself and cultivating diversity within yourself not just what's around you is a way to express who you really are so basically it's just the power of diversity within yourself because for example she she was born in korea and then she moved to argentina when she was young so she was raised there and when she came to the u.s to be educated um people would always like be like oh no you're korean just because she looked like she was korean so she moved back to korea and when she moved back to korea they would be like oh but you speak korean and you look korean but you have a spanish accent with it so then when she went to argentinian she was too korean to be argentinian too argentinian to be korean and like too argentinian and korean to be from the u.s so, so she, she was like stuck in the middle yeah she was never she never fit in into one place in particular and I feel like that's how everybody feels, honestly. Because exactly. you are who you are. She was Korean, but she moved from like a different country to experiment. And she loved how that culture was, so she stayed there. But she wasn't accepted because everybody judges you just because they think you are a certain way because how you look. Yeah. Just like in, um, the, in The Hate You Give, when star is she was born into a ghetto neighborhood and like that was her city where she was from but her parents wanted a better life for her so they would take her to a different city to go to school and when she was at school she said she would have to like act different and like be a completely different person that she's not just to try and fit in which is pretty unrealistic but I mean, if you need to do it, then you need to do it, right? She, she changed. <laughs> She's, she, she turned a switch on and off when she got out of her house because she had to be a certain way in her neighborhood because she couldn't look too soft or too 
a certain way or too privileged because then people in her own neighborhood would judge her and think that she thinks that she's better than everybody else. Yeah, she always had to prove herself, like, especially when her friend, um, Khalid got killed. When she was talking to the detective, she had to be very careful about the words she said. She didn't want to sound stupid. <laughs> yeah, and she didn't want them to think, like, oh, she's ghetto and just trying to protect her friend. She was speaking the truth, but had to make herself seem like an innocent person to try so they could um actually take her words into consideration i also think that our parents and our family members shape who we are no for sure because when like um star also says like when she grew up like every other kid that isn't like black i guess or hispanic probably all they talk about is like Oh, the bird and the beast talk, like having mm -hmm. sex and all that. Yeah. But when it came to like her and her parents, they would also talk to her about like what to do if a cop stopped her. And I feel like a lot of people like in wealthy communities would never have to learn about that or anything. They would just have to be like respectful. But for them, it was like keep your hands like where you need to be, where they they can see them, and don't do any sudden movements. Make sure you're saying what you're doing. And it's like really unfair just because of the way you look or being a different color. Yeah, I, yeah. It's crazy, because that's just one thing that- I feel like that's just the reality. Races, yeah. Well, yeah. Different races have to fit, um, like, how do you say it? Like, have to deal with certain situations. Exactly. Because they're all, like, stereotyped to something. And, like, even for cops, too. Like, let's say the cops were shaped a wave to, like, the black, uh, like, African-American mm -hmm. people. Like, they thought that there were horrible people. They were only out there to get them and stuff like that. I feel like, personally, like, <clears throat> me being Hispanic as well, and I feel like all of us being Hispanic, all three of us, I feel like we've always been, like, judged and under... Estimated? Underestimated because, like, we aren't smart enough like everyone else. We dress ghetto, or like our parents are. Our too parents ghetto. don't speak English, yeah. or and like we have to translate, translate for, for our them. parents. Yeah, and it's just like it's not always like that, but people always underestimate you just for like being bilingual, or like your parents not speaking the same yeah. language. But I, I also think like my family has always taught me to not like let that like affect me, mm -hmm. especially if my mom doesn't know that much English. Like she'll try to learn yeah but then that like it shouldn't affect me in a way that that's like at school yeah. or like anything like, yeah and i think uh, like our school have does good job with that like that like, yeah, they don't, like discrimination like, us, yeah they don't treat us differently or anything they try to help us even more honestly they do then well, there's, there's also hispanics here too like, yeah spanish so exactly <clears throat> That makes you feel like a little bit more familiar or yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone has like, even if like you're from a different country, like there's so many other kids here that are from a different country, you're like never alone. I feel like we welcome people. Like our school has a lot of Latinos that just come from different countries and stuff like that. And no one judges them here. Everybody just like, they're like, okay, they're here, right? They're yeah. getting education. And but like there's also those people that like <coughs> that <laughs> yeah. don't like them yeah. yeah so yeah but i mean hispanics are not trying to do bad things they're just trying to get education exactly. to, yeah, to exactly. be better i feel like they are coming for education and yeah. have to 
Because why would they come over here and enroll in school if they're not trying to get right. an education? They would just come over here and do criminal activity. They're not. They're in school. And that's also relating to like Star, like her going to school. Like it was just her and some other kid, and I think it was her brother that went to that school that were both African American and they were different while everyone else was Caucasian or white. I feel like Star going to that school as well, she would always have to like not do anything or like when they were protesting for Khalid, she didn't protest <clears throat> because she thought she would be like the only white girl protest, like only the only black girl protesting for him. Yeah. Even her mother has noted, like noticed it changed in her in a way that she was with her, her friends and how they would treat her from that school, from the private school, from the public school, like from her neighborhood. Because exactly. she would have to act a certain way with them. And even her, her mom was saying that she was changing for them and doing anything they would say. But mm -hmm. in her neighborhood, she wouldn't. She would just be herself. <coughs> she would be who she really is. Yeah. And she didn't know, honestly, she wouldn't She know wouldn't really know who she, she really, really was, is, though, yeah. because she would have to play two different roles, roles in her life. All, all the time. <laughs> I feel like we're stuck on, like, who we are, because race can, people think race can define you as a person, and that's just not who we are. That's a part of where we're from, not who we are. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like what describes you of what you really are is what makes you happy and feel comfortable. Exactly. But I guess that's it for this episode. So thanks for listening. Thank Catch you. you next time on The Three Amigos. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.